The 2016 regular season is in the books. Now it's time to look ahead to the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? That's right, Jim. The NFL playoff challenge, to be more specific. Next on the Fantasy Dopes Podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Dopes Podcast, and Happy New Year, Dope Heads. I'm your host, Michael Warren Herbert III. Well, the regular season is come and gone now. Many fantasy heartbreaks were endured this season, while a lucky group of people won their championships. As we turn the page to the new year, we have a personal announcement to make. Before we get to that, though, joining me today, as always, the house guru of the show, Mr. John Fazio. Happy New Year, pal. How's it going? Happy New Year to you. It's going well. We're uh, knee-deep almost into this playoff series, and uh, now we're going to be dipping our hands a bit into this playoff challenge like you mentioned before. Um, I just want to, I guess, mention that this will probably be the only podcast we do throughout the playoffs, so we'll pretty much just cover our uh, our whole playoff challenge here, just get our team set, and then you can just follow us along on the Twitter in the group page we'll mention all this as we go along here but uh just wanted to get, get it known that we'll probably be a little dark for a couple of weeks so uh hang in there we'll be back i'm sure relatively soon with some baseball exciting baseball podcasts on the way so uh you mentioned that we do have a more personal announcement uh earlier did you want to kind of bring that to light to the people well, fellow founding dopehead Jillian Parker, uh, lovely and talented, is officially uh, leaving the podcast uh, on very good terms. She has accepted a job, an on-camera job. We will get more information on that as we're able to release it to the public. But she did accept an on-camera job somewhere in the United States. And uh, that's awesome. That's her dream. And uh, it's awesome that she's doing it. And as I told her, I, I'm pretty sure that being on this podcast helped put her over the edge and get that job. So uh, we're very excited for her. She's very excited and uh, in the midst of a, a hectic move of getting her life together and sorted out and moved. So uh, all the best wishes and all the best luck to her. Yeah, and if, if I could just add on that, if, if I may, uh, pretty much, you know, you came up to me with the idea of having her on. And like you said, you know, it was pretty much her, I guess, mission and goal to eventually be on camera with a TV network, regardless of how big or small it may be. So I guess we kind of just vaulted her into, you know, starting this up to basically, you know, prep to be, you know, get into a position where she can start out maybe locally and then work her way up. And now that it's kind of coming to fruition right now, very early in the stages, it's uh, it's pretty nice. And you know what? I think uh, I think we've done a, a little bit of good here with uh, with somebody's career path. So uh, for that, I'm proud and I hope she is very successful in the career she's about to go into. I am, too, and I'm sure she will be. And, uh, you know, again, as updates are available, we'll, we'll certainly let you guys know uh, where she's at and how to get a hold of her. And and we'll see what the future holds. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely exciting, though. Definitely exciting. And uh, we're I'm a proud father figure right now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's very appropriate. And we will have uh, more fresh faces as we roll along into the baseball season. Still working out the kinks for that yet, but stay tuned. We'll you'll probably hear some some different dopes and dope heads coming onto this podcast shortly. Yeah, we've definitely 
you know, throughout the, the season. And if, if you've been listening all year, you know that we didn't even start week one. It took us a little while to get going. But uh, we've done a nice job of growing the audience and I've uh, had some good contact with people and, and things are trending in the right direction, as they say. So I, I, I wouldn't say for sure that we're not that we're going to be dark all, all playoff season. Might might be too difficult to be dark for the rest of the playoffs. We, you know, we, get, we get a little itchy here around uh, in the in the the barracks of the Dopehead headquarters, so we'll see we'll see what happens, and of course stay tuned to our fantasy uh, at Fantasy Dopes handle on Twitter, and that's where you'll find out when we're coming on next. You never know. Oh sure, let's hit them up with this playoff challenge, huh? All right, all right. So the playoff challenge, you're gonna get into it deep, but you can find it on Twitter on our Twitter, uh, on our Facebook page as well, and as well as uh, that's probably the best way to get through there to go through those portals uh and we'll be pushing this out as we said multiple times throughout the rest of the week although it's it's friday to be honest so uh so john let's let's get into it tell us tell us what the hell this thing is all all about and how it works all right so basically this is through nfl.com uh if you go to their homepage, our our partners nfl.com yes yes big partners the biggest sponsor actually of this whole podcast and and this whole thing here but uh if you go there click on fantasy uh, if you hover over the fantasy tab, there's a, it's called Playoff Challenge, Fantasy Playoff Challenge. When you click that, you just click Join Now. If you're not registered with NFL.com, it's very simple. You just create an account. It takes about a minute. And then from there, you can basically choose your picks. But in order to find our group, like Herbert said, you can look at our Twitter handle. Go to Fantasy Dopes on Twitter or Facebook. But if you want to just look it up in NFL.com, you can certainly do that. You just click on the Groups tab, search Groups, Fantasy Dopes, and we're there. We're probably going to have about, say, around 30 to 40 people in this group, which isn't terrible. Like, honestly, I was envisioning, like, 100 people in this. But now that I'm looking at, like, this whole like group as a whole and this whole challenge itself, it's kind of tough to draw a lot of people to this. So, you know, I'll be happy with at least, you know, 30 to 40 people. I think that's a decent number to start off with especially because we're so kind of, you know, starting up from the ground up here. But in any case, uh, let's get to the rules here. So you get eight players. Now, you can choose your lineup uh, however you want. There's no salary cap limit. There's no pretty much no limit to who you can pick, actually. And it's interesting because each, each round there's a bonus for uh, a player. So, for instance, if you want to take Tom Brady, he's on a bye this week. He'll get you zero points. But right out of the gate in the second round, the divisional rounds, whatever he puts up, his points as a whole will be doubled because that's how this kind of challenge works. Through each round, you you basically get a bonus uh, in each round. So you can have up to as many as four times the amount of points than in just some player you pick that week. Now, I know it's kind of confusing, so let me just kind of clear it up here. If you lose a player, if he's eliminated, his team is eliminated, you can select another player in that position, but the points won't be bon- like a do- there won't be any bonuses. You'll start from just regular standard scoring. It's not PPR, it's just standard scoring. But if you have a player that advances to the next round, that's when his points pretty much bo- get a bonus. And however long he's in the playoffs for, you can have as many as four times the amount of points or as less as one. So the strategy here and the key here is to basically pick all the players on a team that A, have great fantasy weeks in terms of scoring each week. And B, those guys, if they're on a Super Bowl team, will most likely have you a champion in in this group here. So 
that's that's pretty much the two keys you want. You want guys that'll put up a lot of points and a guy that's going to be a, on a Super Bowl winning team, and you get him early because you get those bonus multipliers working to your favor. So that's pretty much the the gist of it. I know it's kind of confusing at first, but once that's all explained, I think it's a bit clearer on how you can pick. Now, in terms of strategy and who to pick, to be honest with you, I have no algorithm. There's I have no strategy in terms of how I'm going to do this. I mean... We'll go through each selection, at least on our team, uh, before you know this whole podcast is done. But uh, Herbert, is there anything you want to add to this, or maybe even ask, or kind of clear up for the people? You know, it, it, it's a little challenging, but I, I think the thing to remember is, I think the best strategy is to pick the teams you think are going to make the Super Bowl, and then based off of those teams, try to take players from those teams, because if those teams, so for instance, Tom Brady is an obvious choice, right? Uh, they're probably going to the Super Bowl. So if you stick Tom Brady in round one and he goes all the way to the Super Bowl, you'll get all those bonus points. So let's say Antonio Brown, for instance, maybe one of the top receivers or Julio Jones for that matter, both probably two of the top receivers on the, all the teams that are out there. However, they might score big in, in in week one, but if they're knocked out in week two, you know, you get no more bonus points. And that doesn't mean you can't go back and, and take, you know, whoever's left from some other team, but you're not going to get those bonus points. So I don't know if that I'm just reiterating what you said, but I'm, my strategy is kind of sticking to people I think are going all the way just because of those bonus points. Yeah, see, the tricky thing here is that if you're going to pick a guy on a buy in the first round, you're basically forfeiting points. You know, no matter how you look at it, because, you know, say if you have a Ben Roethlisberger and he goes off against the Dolphins and you have Tom Brady round one, I mean, cool, like you get double the points. And I mean, most likely the Patriots are going to make it to the Super Bowl. So you have four times the amount of points. But I mean, how is he going to perform is, you know, one big week from Roethlisberger, then getting, you know, another big week round two, his, his points double. Will that equal, you know, the amount of points that Brady scores in three rounds that's that's kind of the game you got to have to like figure out and play and to be honest with you like I said I really don't know the answer so I mean if you want to get to you know each team draft and just kind of my strategy and, and my way of thinking I guess maybe I can clear that up a bit more uh, in terms of what I'm thinking of throwing out there yeah I mean I, we can go through that and I'm you know I'm still I'll probably be editing right up until kickoff tomorrow. So um, just because, you know, you're, you're just kind of tinkering. So, And I believe you can edit right up until game time just like a regular fantasy team. So, Yes, that's a good point. You can. And once they're the, one, the first team goes, I believe your team is locked. I don't think it goes by start time for each player. That I, I'm actually not 100% sure on because they do have dates on under the player, so that might be the case. I'm just not 100% sure, but just put, you know, air on the safe side. You know, get your lineup set before 4:30 on Saturday, and you should be ready to go. Yeah, you want to just want to go through the teams, your team, and go through your team, my team, just to hopefully shed a little more light on it. And all right, so I'll get this thing started. So at quarterback, I'm going to take Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I, I like the Steelers' chances to make it to the AFC Championship game. Um, also do some predictions too, uh, as we go along, let me just say my team first and then I'll go through each round and, and predict who I think is going to advance. 
So I got Roethlisberger at quarterback. I just think he'll put up a lot of points against the Dolphins. And yes, I might I might not have Tom Brady here, but I just want to get points right off the gate. I think that's that's a good strategy to start off with. Next up, I got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, obvious choice here. He's probably the best running back out of this whole field of people in the playoffs right now. And you got to love the numbers. I know they didn't play well against Miami. Only had about 56 rushing yards in their last meeting in Miami uh, early in the season. But I think that was just a different Steelers team. Bell has been very hot the last couple of weeks here, especially back in week 14 when he went completely off. So I like his chances to put up big numbers in, uh, against Miami here on Sunday. I got LeGarrette Blunt. He's my only guy that I'm taking that's on a bye. This guy put up 18 touchdowns this season. He was the most out of any running back in the NFL. And he put up over 1,000 yards, which I thought was very surprising. I didn't think the yards were there, but he had it. He had over 1,100 yards rushing. So that's the only position I'm going to risk. I'm, I like the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take him. I'm hoping that I'm going to get four times the amount of points when Super Bowl rolls around. My wide receivers, I got OBJ and Antonio Brown, one of the two of the best guys. I like the Giants' chances this season, this year. I don't, I'm not saying it because I'm biased or a fan. I really do think the Giants can make it all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll get to that a little bit more as we roll along here. At tight end, I got Jimmy Graham. So this is where I'm kind of taking a, a risk here. Tight end, I'm kind of punting this position. Points scored this season, it's been the lowest since 2006. And I still think that uh, trend continues. There isn't really a whole lot of high-caliber guys in this field. I mean, I was thinking about taking Martellus Bennett, but you know what? I'm just going to take the points here. I really don't care about bonus multipliers for tight ends. I just don't think there's going to be ma that many points scored. So I'll take my chances with Graham. He's probably the best guy out there. And I think the Seahawks could do some damage against the Lions. Kicker, I got Robbie Gould. I mean, it's kickers, whatever. I'm banking on the fact the Giants could make it to the Super Bowl, so if he has four points, whatever. And at defense, again, I'm kind of punting it here. I'm taking the Houston Texans. Uh, with Connor Cook starting uh, for the Raiders on Saturday. I just don't like their chances at all. Their running back situation is very murky, and they're in Houston, so I, I just think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I believe Houston does win this game. Now, the question is, I might have to substitute him out, even though they get the double multiplier theoretically if they play New England that is if the Steelers win so I'll probably most likely change the defense after this round just so I can cover myself and hopefully get three times multiplier as we roll along here so you can certainly do that you don't have to stick to a guy that gets a multiplier you can you know take somebody if they advance that's cool you don't have to stick with them you can always change them out right right so who do you got do you have a, a team yet do you want me to roll through my I no, I mean, I, I have a team. I, I think it, it could change five times by the end of this podcast, but um, I, I just keep toying with it because I'm all over the place. So I, too, am going with Brady um, at the quarterback position. I currently, for running backs, I have, I have Bell and Blount. So I believe – did you have Bell? You said you had Bell, right? Yeah, I have both, goes, I have both those yeah. guys, Bell and Blount. Yeah, yes. so, so far we have the same team. Uh, I started. <laughs> well, I have Roth well, I have Roethlisberger at quarterback. Oh, that's right. I thought you put Brady. That's right. Um, and again, I uh, changes may be afoot. I don't know. Um, wide receivers. I went with Jordy Nelson and Odell Beckham. Uh, tight end. I went with Fedorowicz. I, I just. I, I kind of wanted. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. I'm just. I'm looking at these. The tight ends. Like everyone's gonna have Graham. I'm sure. Uh, but he hasn't been massive this year and i just feel like 
whoever is the quarterback for the Texans, they're going to have a little bit of something. And I, I just think Fedorowicz might might sneak in and get a get a touchdown and whatnot. And I wanted to have something on the line in that game to make it interesting. <laughs> um, I also went with their defense, the Texans defense, just because uh, I just don't know what uh, the third string quarterback, I'm assuming it's going to be Cook, can do for the Raiders. Um, and then I went with Crosby for the kicker. So I don't know. I really, again, I, I keep changing my mind all over the place, so I don't know how much help I can be there, but... Uh, I mean, honestly, if I if I may, you know, say, I, I think that's actually... I like your tight end pick, to be honest with you, Fedorowicz. Uh, like you said, you know, Graham hasn't really had a monster season. He's actually kind of died down the last couple of weeks. Russell Wilson's been really looking to Doug Baldwin's way these last weeks here. And they they don't have a running game, so that could be an issue. They might have to use Graham Moore to block. So, I mean, that's that's a good that's a good choice. I, I like that pick, and I like the Texans in this game. Like I said earlier, so maybe you know you get a, at least a double multiplier at the tight end position. And you never know. I mean, Osweiler loves Fedorowicz. He's probably his favorite receiver this season. So, uh, I like that, and I also like the OBJ Jordy Nelson combo because one of those guys is going to come out with double points. So that's a good strategy. That, that that was my my thinking there, and I just I look at the other guys like you know Ebron Green, uh, they're banged up, they're just inconsistent. Uh, you know, I just uh, Fedora, what's for crying out loud, you know? Yeah, Ladarius so, Green, I believe, is in the concussion protocol still, so I, I doubt that he plays. Right, I, I I couldn't go with him, so um, you know, and again the the defense, uh, I just you know the Texans do have a very good defense and. I just don't know how much the Raiders can can put together. Uh, so, so we'll see. We shall yeah. see. It'll be interesting, you know. No, for sure. And, and certainly, without a full year season's league on the line here, uh, I love having a vested interest in these different games. So, yes. Yeah, so um, I want to just also mention that whoever wins this, I guess, in this whole group here, uh, we're gonna have a prize of some sort. Now, we don't want to spoil it for you exactly, but it is going to be worth your time. So, you know, don't think that it's just going to be some schlub prize like cat litter or some stupid thing like that. Uh, we'll definitely have something that you can use in your life, I'm sure. And it can be something that you can hang your hat on, if you will, for winning this group uh, showdown. So, you know, I encourage people to play. It was kind of tough to get people to play this thing, but... You know, it's... and we're gonna work. We're, we're gonna try to work with whoever wins as well. You know, so uh, different strokes for different folks. So uh, if there's something, you know, we're gonna talk with them, trying to whoever the winner is, and try and figure out what what, what they think would be uh, would be a good gift. You know, maybe it's uh, coming on the podcast. Maybe it's who knows. We shall yeah. see. But it'll, no, it'll be worthwhile. Yeah, totally. I I totally agree. It's definitely I think going to be a personalized gift. So. Obviously, nothing crazy here. We're just a small budget little podcast. But I think I like that idea. I think it's we'll make it personal. Whoever wins, we'll contact them and we'll say, "Hey, you know, wh what would you what would you want from us?" Essentially, and don't make it stupid or crazy. So, excellent. That's and, great. And also, Jillian, uh, let me know that she will throw in a autographed, you know, headshot uh, from her new job uh, to the winner as well. So you got that kind. That might be, you know worth you know worth the price of uh admission here so yeah no totally uh that, that sounds like an excellent gift you can hang it on your bureau and uh you can definitely say a prayer before you leave if you want well listen uh we got our teams down for the first round like i said we're not exactly sure if we're going to be on once again 
You can follow us through Twitter. But um, if not, let's cover our bases here and uh, let's get some predictions going. I think wild card round, just make them very simple and, and short. Uh, we got the first game, Texans uh, at home against the Raiders. I like, like I said before, I like the Texans in this game. Pretty much outlined that game. Connor Cook being a rookie, his first NFL career start. It's the first time ever in the NFL that this has happened, that a guy has started in, the, in uh, as a quarterback in the playoffs. So I just don't think that's going to be uh, a story after the you know this Saturday night. So I think the Texans, in a low-scoring game, beat the Raiders. Then we got the Seahawks at home against the Lions. Again, Lions, they've been skidding here. They lost the last three games. Uh, they were at it started at the Giants game, actually. They lost. And it kind of took a downhill slope from there. So going into Seattle, it's a tough place to play. I know Seattle isn't as dominant as they were in the last couple of years. I still like the chances of beating them. They're at home. They're very comfortable there. I like the Seahawks in that game. Sunday, Sorry to say this, Herbert. I don't know if you take offense in any way, but I like the Steelers against the Dolphins. Uh, I just think the Dolphins are missing a key quarterback. Uh, who's that guy? Byron Maxwell? Is that is that their quarterback they're missing? Quarterback or cornerback? Cornerback. Their defensive <laughs> cornerback. They're missing a key quarterback, too. No, I know. Uh, um, yeah, yes, exactly. Byron Maxwell. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't think uh, many people can give Miami much of a shot here, even though they did uh, put a put a, a good beat win. They, they beat them earlier in the year, but uh, Miami's missing some players. Certainly their, their O-line is not uh, healthy. They don't have pouncy. We'll see. They need to run the ball and often keep Pittsburgh off the field, maybe get some turnovers and, and see what happens. But Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, a lot of playoff experience and some major weapons going to be hard to beat. Totally. And the, the, the reason why I'm basically picking the Steelers to win here, I think, uh, Roethlisberger and Brown have an excellent game. Bell kind of closes it out. They're just they're a dominant force on the offensive side. And you know if Miami wins, that's a great statement game for them. I mean, you know they go into New England after that, which I think they have like point zero 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 one percent chance to beat the Patriots in New England. But in do any they case, go to New England or would they go to KC? No, no, they're going to New England. There's a six seed, Miami, so they go right to uh, the one yeah, seed. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, a moral victory if they win. I just don't see that happening. And finally, we got the 4 o'clock game. Man, oh, my, you know what's funny? The Giants going into Lambeau last couple of times that they were there in the playoffs, I honestly didn't think they had a shot. I felt that the Packers were the much superior team, and I thought they were going to win. And now going into this one, I have a kind of a different opinion, and I don't know if that's a good thing. I, I, but you know what? In the end, I think the Giants will pull out a victory here. It's all going to depend on Eli and the O-line. If the O-line can keep Eli up and Eli can throw accurate passes to the to the, the wide receivers rather than the defenders on the team, I think the Giants can win this game pretty easily, to be honest. I think their secondary is top-notch. They're all healthy. They can at least contain Rodgers. The running game is pretty much non-existent now. I mean, Ty Montgomery had that one big week in Chicago, and that was about it. He hasn't really been doing much since then, so... If they contain that, I think they'll be in good shape. It's all going to be on Eli's arm. So I think the Giants will advance and play the Cowboys in Dallas. Now, if we can just go right to that game. It's been very well noted. The Giants, they've won the last two times against Dallas. And this third time, the charm for the, uh, the Cowboys. I'm going to say no. I think the Cowboys, they rested their starters week 17. They're going to buy a week rest. 
I think they're going to be out of rhythm a bit. The Giants are going to ride a lot of momentum if they do beat the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. So I think, again, the Giants win. They go to the NFC Championship game. It could be, an, you know. So you're telling me that the, the, the Giants are going to beat Green Bay in Green Bay for the third straight time in the playoffs, and then they're going to go to Dallas, and they're going to beat Dallas for the third time this year. Crazy to say. I know. Uh, saying it out loud is crazy, but well, if that's the case, I'm going to say Miami's going to beat Pittsburgh again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Any given Sunday, you know, I, honestly, if the if the Dolphins win, I wouldn't be shocked. But in any case, look, I, I just said it before. I mean, Packers are riding a, a six game winning streak. I understand what's at stake here. That's going to be a tougher game, I think, against the Packers than going into Dallas because Dallas doesn't intimidate me. Going to Dallas, it's not an intimidating place to play. Like I said, they're going to be out of rhythm so badly. They're going to be out of rhythm two weeks, like barely any practice, barely any playing time. The last time that they were in a competitive game was pretty much right after Christmas when they played Monday night in uh, against the Lions. So, I mean, look, they got rookies, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, no playoff experience. I, I just think a lot of that's going against them, and I just don't see them winning. If the Giants can beat Green Bay, I definitely think they can get past Dallas. Correct. Now, I guess what you're alluding to, if the Packers win, I think it might be a different story. I think Dallas could beat the Packers. I, I think they could have a, a better chance of beating the Packers than they could beating the Giants, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so that, that's, that's just my opinion. And then uh, if we can roll on to the other side with uh, Seahawks and Falcons, which will be the 2-3 the matchup. Falcons at home. Saw a stat. They're ranked. They were ranked eighth overall in NFL history in total points this season, and actually tied with the greatest show on turf, the great St. Louis Rams team with Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. So it just goes to show you they had a pretty historical season offensively. And if that's the case, I'm taking them beating the Seahawks. They're not in Seattle. They're going to be in Atlanta. Their offense. There's just. I, I just think they're going to be clicking. And again. The whole two, you know, bye week thing might come into play. Now they did play week seventeen most of that game, so they didn't really rest their starters. They were playing for a bye, and they they got it. So they'll only have one week off compared to two from Dallas. So I still think that'll play a little bit of a factor. But Seattle with missing Earl Thomas, I think they're going to be pretty much get manhandled by the the Atlanta offense. The running backs have been excellent. Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman, and you got Julio Jones, Taylor Gabriel, and even Muhammad Snu has been a decent wide receiver three for them. So I just think their offense, man, is just too high powered for the Seattle to contain them. And I think the Falcons will play the Giants in the championship game. Okay. Uh, right. AF, AFC side, I'll just make this quick. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Steelers. And it might be crazy to say, but I like the Chiefs this season. Their defense has been stepping up big time, especially in Kansas City. And I just like their team a lot going into the championship game against the Patriots, who will knock off the Texans easily. And I just think the Patriots will have a smooth sail into the, the Super Bowl just because Kansas City going to New, New England, tough, really tough for any team to go into New England. If it was going to see uh, to Kansas City, I should say, I think it would be a little bit of a different story. I think the Patriots still have a tougher time to beat them, but I still think they're going to overtake. I would, I would just take them no matter what. I would agree with that. I think – if Kansas City can get past Pittsburgh, and I, I think that they will, uh, there's no question New England gets past Kansas City. I think Pittsburgh is a tougher opponent for New England, but I just don't see New England losing to anyone in the AFC. <laughs> I agree. They're just they've been so dominant this season. I mean they they played their guys week 17 and they pretty much dismantled your your Dolphins. So 
I, I just don't see them losing uh, in all honesty in new England. Yeah. I mean, and not to jump the gun here, but I don't, I don't really see, uh, is it crazy to say the only, the one team I really see giving new England a tough time in the, in the super bowl would be who the new york giants now listen the new york giants Oof, man I, I i don't want to pick them to go to the super bowl but i'm forcing my hand here i, I gotta take them because look the falcons historically have been pretty bad in the postseason as of late with matt ryan i think they've only have one playoff win with him at, at quarterback his whole career it's in Atlanta. They're, they're again, they're a tough offense. But if any team can stop a, an offense, it's the New York Giants in this whole playoff bracket in terms of the AFC and NFC. I think they have the best defense going in, along with the Patriots. I think the Patriots are a top ten defense as well, and it, that's that's what wins championships: defense. And if you have somewhat of an offense, then you you know you're pretty much set. What a, what what would you see the outcome being? If the Giants have to go to Seattle for the NFC Championship game, uh, good question. I think it would be a less scoring game than it would if they were to go to Atlanta, and even Dallas. I think Dallas can put up some points. Seattle, I think, would be a little less scoring. I just don't think their team is as dominant as they have been. Like I said, with Earl Thomas being out, that's a big key, and even their running backs have. You know, been very suspect. I know they might get C.J. Procise back in their next round if they advance, but I mean, how effective is he going to be coming off an injury? He's been out since I think week nine or ten, something like that. And how you know how is he going to go into playing the Atlanta Falcons? You know, I know their defense isn't that great, but their offense is going to keep pretty much be on the field the whole time, so or at least they're going to try to be on the field the whole time. So it's tough for me to, to stick with Seattle going into the Super Bowl. It just If they were healthier, I think it would be a, a different story, certainly. I just don't think they're going to be sticking around for too long. Agreed. If Earl Thomas III is, is healthy, I think it's a different ball game, literally. So, But but with him being out, it's it really hurts that defense. Yeah, I know Richard Sherman, you know, being one of the top cornerbacks in the league, he'll do his thing, but he plays his side of the field. He doesn't go man to man. So you can't cover, you know, four wide receivers or three wide receivers and a tight end, what have you. It's just impossible. So they're gonna expose that weak side and I think the Cardinals put up a bunch of points against them week sixteen and they actually escaped with the victory. So I'm not hedging my bets on the Seattle Seahawks this season. Yeah, agreed. So you see, if not the Giants in the Super Bowl versus New England, who would you see? Falcons. I would say either the Falcons or the Giants, looking at this right now. I'm going to take the Giants. Momentum plays a big part. The defense plays the biggest part in this whole thing. And as long as Eli can be consistent, you know, like he was in the last two playoff appearances, then why not be in the Super Bowl, you know? Listen, They've done it twice before, so. Yes, they have. And they've actually done it with less of uh, a chance in terms of, you know, bets or or playoff outlook, what have you. Now, with the Patriots and Giants in the Super Bowl, as my prediction, I'm not going to go fandom here. I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah. I uh, Again, I just think they've just been so dominant the whole year. I mean, they, they were 3-1 and one with rookie quarterbacks before Brady was out. Brady was suspended four games. He threw two interceptions after that. 
just unheard of. He broke the record for TD uh, interception ratio in the regular season. I, I hate to say it, but, I mean, we're going to see Brady, I think, hoist another trophy. And it's just going to be nauseating for to hear New England fans just keep completely fawning over this guy and him sticking around for, what, four more years, possibly, with, with Belichick. And, you know, with, with that duo, I think they're together until the end. And once one goes, the other is going. So... You know what, Patriots fans, live it up now. Enjoy the moment because in a couple of years, I think it's going to be all gone. So if if let's just say we know the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, would you prefer the Giants lose in the championship game then? No, I want my team to be as far as they can go, and as long as you know they put out a performance, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. Well, why wouldn't you want to be your team to be in it? You know what but I mean? If you knew they were going to lose. Oh, you know, nah, I, I would, nah, I'd still, nah, I'd still watch it. Man. I would kind of, you know, I, I would, I would almost rather lose in the championship game so you could still hold over the Pats that eh, couldn't, can't beat us. Can't yeah. Beat us game, you know? Because <laughs> then it's like, then they get their revenge on the other ones and it's like, you got to hear all about that. And I just, yeah, just but you know what? I, at the end there. of the day, at the end of the day, you know what? I mean, what are the odds that the the coach and a, and a quarterback of this caliber has done this so many times? They can have that. I don't care. The Giants are two and one against them in the Super Bowl. It's fine. Uh, that to me, that I, I mean, I guess that for most fans, I guess they would be pissed off at that. For me, it doesn't. I really could give a shit to be honest. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I was just throwing it out there. Fun yeah, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. All right, so yeah, we no shocker here, but we both have New England winning it all. All right, and who do you have in the NFC? I guess you know. I think I think I have Atlanta over Seattle, and um, I probably have Green Bay over Atlanta. So I guess I'd have to have Atlanta. So say the, Atlanta, New, uh, New England. I guess so, just to mix it up a little bit. All right, I, you I, know what? I, that wouldn't be a bad Super Bowl. I think that would be an exciting one. You got a, a an offense that can put up like thirty five points easily, you know, against uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots who could put up that many amount of points, but their defense could also stymie them a little bit too. So that, I think it'd be a fun game. Yeah. High school game. So I, I agree. I agree. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would not be mad at that, but we'll see what happens. You know, wild card weekend starts in about, I don't know, less than 24 hours. So we're locked up and ready to go. And if you haven't signed up yet, you got to hit us up on Twitter, follow the, the NFL.com links. We've been posting them. I don't know, like once every couple hours now. And find our group sign up you'll be right in and whoever has the most amount of points throughout this whole playoff challenge will win a prize there'll be a customized prize we're going to ask you we're going to reach out to you and say hey what would you like as a gift whatever your answer will be we'll reason out with you a bit and uh we'll determine something for you so looking forward to that (laughs) yeah all right well let me put you on the spot here before we call it a day here early prediction for 2017 world series wow you know what i was having this discussion earlier that's very funny you ask i'm gonna say a repeat of 2016 how's that indians cubs in the world series once again and i'll go out on a limb and say the indians win this time all right okay it's either gonna be that or it's gonna be the red sox and cubs because the red sox have a very dangerous starting rotation now I think Porcello personally comes back to earth a little bit. David Price eh, hasn't really been looking too good so far, but we'll see. 
And, uh, you know, they got Chris Sale in a trade, but, you know, he's been pretty lights out with the White Sox. So it would be an interesting season. My early prediction, I got the Indians and the Cubs. Indians over Cubs. How about you? Well, I, I'm going to go – I'm going to have two predictions. I'm going to say uh, my heart says Mets and Red Sox in uh, a rematch of 1986. That would be exciting. That would be exciting. Um, if I take the Mets out because I'm a, I bleed blue and orange <laughs> – I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna throw the Dodgers in there. I think that they're wow. gonna get Dozier. They're gonna get Dozier, and uh, I think they're gonna put it all together. I think you know they they have Jansen back. They have the stud up top, and uh, I think they'll I think they'll they got you know Mon, Mon, what's his name Monteada. I can't even say Kenta his name. Kenta Ma- Kenta Ma- Kenta and and they'll figure it out. And I I think I think they're loaded. And you're missing their secret weapon, Mr. Julio Urias. That's right, your boy Julio Urias. Yes, I was high on him since he was 16 years old. True story. I don't know if he's gonna. Yeah, you know, he had a, he had a little pushed it with the innings a little bit last year, so it's not going to be too much of a jump for him. And uh, I, I think that they could could certainly could get to the big dance. So I I I like them a lot. I actually was thinking of them as well, along with the Cubs. But you know what? I think this this is the stretch where there's a little bit of a dynasty. I think starting. With the Cubs, their team is is locked and loaded, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, they 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 certainly have a tremendous offense. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Yes, we'll see. Can all their obviously there's there's a health issues and whatnot. Can all those starters stay healthy? I don't know. I don't know. I have I have I have real concerns about what Jake Arrieta might do this year, mainly because he's on a, he's a, one of my keepers. But I have concerns there. I'm a little concerned. We'll talk about more of baseball as that rolls along in the next couple of months. Like I said, we'll have a couple of new voices, most likely on the podcast, so stick around for that. I know baseball isn't as exciting as fantasy football, but again, we're going to have a lot of good nuggets here. So definitely want to stay tuned at least a little bit to see what we got to offer. And we may have some surprise guests on the show. We'll never know. Well, you'll never know. We might. We might not even know. Hell, Let's hope that we know. Someone will know. <laughs> yeah, somebody out there will know. But in any case, uh, I think that's going to do it for uh, for this show here. I think we pretty much covered all the bases, huh? I think so. I've, I've thrown out my rundown, so I don't know if I had anything else prepared. But, yeah, I, I think we've done it. Again, at Fantasy Dopes on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook, FantasyDopes.com, FantasyDopes.com. It's all there. All the information you'll need. Best to go through Twitter or Facebook because that'll take you right to the fantasy, the NFL.com fantasy playoff challenge. And that's all I got. Good luck, everyone. It's going to be fun. Yes, good luck. And again, if you're listening to this and you're in the challenge, just stick to us. And once you win, reach out if you can. We'll try to reach out to whoever wins this. And if one of us wins it, what are we going to do? That's, that's my final question on the show. I have some ideas, John. All right. Some... Oh, I like that. I like that. Always thinking. That's why I like you on here. All right. Excellent. Dope heads, uh, thanks for listening the whole season. If you've, you're still with us, we appreciate everyone taking their time and, and spending some time with us, even if it's a very small amount of people. We still appreciate that. And hopefully we continue to move things around in 2017. I hope so, and I, I hope we helped. Uh, I hope we helped a little bit. So uh, we love you. We miss you. We need you. And uh, we will talk to you soon. God bless. Peace out, dope heads. Peace.